everyone, and welcome to episode five of Paranormal Among Us. Before we get to chatting with Russell Reynolds of Beyond Life Paranormal Research in Missouri, I want to share with you a quick story, this one from Brittany from Iowa. I had been married to my husband Jim for almost 45 years when he suddenly passed away from a heart attack last January. With all of my kids grown and out of the house, I only had the company of my golden retriever, Max. When Jim was alive, we never let Max sleep in bed with us. But the night after Jim had died, Max jumped up in bed with me, laying his head on Jim's pillow and kind of resting his paws on me, almost like he was letting me know that everything was going to be okay. This happened for several weeks, when one night I woke up to hear Max's feet clicking on the hardwood floor in our family room downstairs, like he was needing to be let outside. When I made my way downstairs, I found something shocking. Max, in fact, wasn't needing to be let outside, but instead, Max was wagging his tail like crazy and dancing around the house like he was very happy to see someone return home, like he did when Jim or I came home. I truly believe Max saw Jim come home that night, and Max was very happy to see one of his favorite humans return home. Thank you, Brittany. Now, if you have a paranormal story that you would like to share with us, please email me at paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. That's paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. And I'll read it on a future episode. And Russell, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate you coming on here. Oh, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been uh, doing paranormal investigation? Investigating. Almost 30 years. <laughs> 30 years? Yeah, almost 30 years. Why did you start? What what got you into this? I had an experience when I was a kid. I lived in a haunted house, and I saw my first apparition at six years old. Really? And as I got older, I started seeing more and more, especially with my neighbors. I was at their house a few times, and I've seen some stuff. Their house was pretty old, 1800s. So wow. that kind of sparked my interest to help people with it. Uh-huh. And, and is this went on from there? Really? This is in uh, Breckenridge, Missouri? Uh, I'm actually originally from New York State is where I grew up. Oh, New York State, okay. Um so tell me about the house that you grew up in. That's that's kind of interesting. Uh it ended up being I saw a Civil War soldier. And oh, really? Things would happen at night. My dad think us kids were playing with the heat because the heat would be turned down but we were still too little to reach it yeah and toilets would flush at night water would turn on lights would turn on and off on their own you hear footsteps coming up and down the stairs us kids slept upstairs yeah and when i saw that apparition it was about three o'clock in the morning he was standing in my doorway just looking at me and I'm one of those kids that kind of get scared, put the blanket over your head. It's not real. It'll go away. Right. And I did that. And then when I looked back up, he was gone. Wow. And the dog would dig at a wall all the time. Yeah. And my dad wanted to open the wall up, but he didn't get a chance to. And then we ended up moving out. And several other people had rented the place and they wouldn't stay there. Really? So, I mean, my mom's knickknacks would get moved all over the place. They were telling me a story where I had gone to school. My mom did my laundry, put it upstairs on my bed, and folded it up. 
Mm-hmm. My dad went by. My laundry scattered all over the floor. Really? And none of us kids were home. We were all in school. Huh. And so after we moved out, other people moved in, didn't stay. And then shortly after, as I hit a teenager age, I found out a little more about the house. A couple from New York City had bought it and they renovated it. And they opened that wall up that my dog used to dig at. They found Civil War maps, uniforms, guns, hospital equipment. Wow. And come to find out, it used to be a Civil War base and hospital. Really? So they've had several confirmed deaths in there. I don't know to this day if they still experience anything. Have you ever gone back and investigated that? No. They never would let us go in there at all. Really? Well, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool way to start this. No. Oh, um, yeah. So you started. Uh, how long have you been doing Beyond Life uh, re- uh, paranormal research? Oh, uh, I started Beyond Life paranormal research in New York State about 2006, and then okay. I moved to Missouri in 2012 and started Beyond Life paranormal research Missouri. And it's been running ever since. And it's kind of boomed for us. I mean, we're booked out through this whole year. Wow. And now we, we've we gotten asked to take over Cold Spotters, Missouri, for uh, Rob Dermarest and Amanda Quill, mm-hmm. which is a big honor for us because everybody knows Rob from Ghost Hunters International. And for him to ask us to take over Cold Spotters, Missouri, was a big honor for us. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And we pretty much investigate every weekend because we're so busy. Yeah. My phone rings day and night. <laughs> so what kind of, um, so you, you go do residential or do you do, what else, what else do you do? Uh, we do residential. I mean, we've done some bigger hunts, like we've done Waverly Hill Sanatorium. Mm-hmm. We got invited out there last May to, with another team and the team leader was actually a guest on your show. Oh, Michael McDonald? A- Angela. Oh, Angela. Okay. Yep. Uh, she invited us out. So we went out there with them and did an investigation out there one night. Oh, cool. Which was a awesome experience. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. We had a, we had a lot of activity. Yeah. Um, uh, my cousin has done investigations at, uh, Lent mansion here in, uh, in St. Louis. Okay, and she yep. said, that's pretty cool. I've heard of Lent mansion. We're actually getting ready in June here to go to Missouri state penitentiary with Angela. Oh yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, in Jefferson city. Yep. Yeah. I heard that place is really cool. Yeah. My one member lead investigator, she's investigated it before. Mm-hmm. This would be my first trip there. How many uh, how many team members do you have altogether? Oh, uh, there's about six of us now. Six, okay. Now, do you just do stuff in Missouri? Uh, no, we travel. We're getting ready here in May to go to Ohio and do one. We're going to help a family out there. Oh, cool, cool. And so we deal with a lot of demonic too. Yeah. Well, that, I think that kind of leads me into this question. Um, do you ever get um, 
get attachments after investigations or uh we cleanse ourselves after every hunt before we actually step foot in our vehicles okay we'll cleanse ourselves as soon as we get done so we're being pretty good so far yeah nothing following us well, that's good yeah I've, I've heard um you know things following people home and oh yeah and stuff, we so take that... that risk all the time yeah I mean, I, I guess, you know, more the more demonic ones, that would be pretty nasty, but, you know, some of the other ones might not be too bad. Yeah. But, so what, what kind of... you Huh? We've dealt with a few. Yeah. And then there's Which... some that say it's demonic and it's actually not. Some is what people implant in their head. Mm-hmm. We've had cases where people have been doing research on the internet and thinking they got something in their house, which is just an image they implanted in their mind and started freaking themselves out. And we go there and there's nothing there. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite place to go or, or one that has produced a lot of um, evidence for you? I would have to say it's a movie theater down in Marshall called Marshall Cinema, which was actually on an episode of Dead Files in 2012. And the episode's called The Madhouse that Amy Allen and Steve DeShavi did. Mm -hmm. We were fortunate enough to come in there after Dead Files here. It's been about, I want to say about two or three years ago now. Okay. And the place just keeps producing for us. Every time we go there, there's always something new. We, I actually had a member get partially possessed in there. Really? Where she was digging her own face and didn't even realize she was doing it. Ooh. So how did how did you how did you recognize that? I mean, you guys are focused on investigating stuff. How did you see well, when something happened? I watched to... the video back because we mm-hmm. set up DVR cameras. Uh-huh. So I was watching the video back, and when she got up, she went to her husband because she thought there was something in her eye. He looked. And there was nothing. So she sat back down. You see her face just morph. And then she starts digging her face with her thumb again. Mm -hmm. And then as we got up to go leave, to go move to a next area, she says, my face feels like it's on fire. So she went and looked in the mirror and she had three scratches down her face. Mm -hmm. And at that time, we didn't know she self-inflicted it. That something took her over and did it. And uh, so when I played the video back, I started watching it. And you could see her face change to like somebody else. It looked like a guy's face. Wow. And from that day on, she won't come back with us. Oh, really? And investigate. That scared her. Oh, I bet. So what did you guys do to uh, get rid of that? Uh, the owner didn't want us to do any cleansings or anything in there mm-hmm. and they don't bother her customers that come in there cause it's still an active movie theater. Oh, it is. And they don't seem to bother the rest of us too much. I mean, my father's gotten pushed by something there. Mm-hmm. Like three of us slept up in the most haunted part of the theater one night. Mm-hmm. And, but nothing's really evil. I mean, we've caught some growls out of there on EVPs. I've caught like 
20 EVPs out of the place. Wow. And, uh, in, in one, one investigation or in, in yeah, that overall? was just one investigation. Wow. Our first time there. And then it just varies. I mean, her staff members report stuff going on all the time in there. They'll be in there cleaning and the seats will be going up and down or they'll hear conversations. Really? So that's been our most interesting investigation. Yeah. Other so, than a private residence, we did where a woman was actually on her way to being possessed. Oh, wow. That we watched a upside down cross get scratched into her neck while we were standing there talking to her. And her eyes rolled back in her head. Really? Yeah, she just took a whole different personality. Now, now, what do you what do you guys do in in that kind of situation? Uh, I have connections with uh, the demonologist in Springfield, Vera. Okay. Rose Deal. Okay. So anything beyond that, we call her, and then she takes it from there. Yeah. That's pretty since scary. We're not we're not authorized to do any exorcisms or anything like that. We'll just go in to verify the evidence for them, and that's mm -hmm. it. Okay. But we find a lot people say it's demonic and it's just a regular spirit just trying to act like it. Yeah. That's pretty and awesome. We, we do a lot of home cleansings as well, too. So, mm -hmm. All around the state? Yep. That's cool. Um, so what 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 is the i guess what is the the best evidence that you've ever had caught on camera or, or whatever the best one was a house i did in chillicothe missouri it's mm -hmm. built in the 1800s it's got confirmed slaves and it. it was an old plantation house and we had set up the cameras and then we left the house for a while to go eat dinner mm -hmm. and when i reviewed the evidence there's this figure comes from behind the curtains in the window you see the nose the mouth and part of the eyes peek out and then it fades back in quick and then it comes back out again and then just dissipates mm -hmm. is one of the best ones we caught awesome. and then there was another one we caught a floating head at the movie theater on camera Ooh, what movie theater was that that one down to Marshall. Oh, down to Marshall. Oh, that's yep, pretty that's cool. One of the interesting ones. And then we did an old 1800 school, which burnt down, and then they rebuilt it in 1909. I currently work there, and mm -hmm. we caught one of the bathroom doors were fully shut. One of my members shut it, and something pulls it open. You see fingers all 10 fingers reach out the door and pull the door from the inside. Really? Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that school is pretty haunted. I've been up there by myself at night. I've yeah. seen, heard things. I've heard whole conversations going on, and I'm the only one in the building. Really? Wow. Not on a spirit box or anything? Just Nope. nope. Wow. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I try to stay away from those spirit boxes. So what, what kind of like equipment it. do you use? Uh, I got the Melmeter with REM pod. Mm -hmm. 
temperature, shadow detection. We do have the K2, which we use somewhat, but not too much because you can get false positives from them because mm -hmm. they pick up a lot of electricity. They'll pick up your cell phones. Where like your REM pods will pick up your walkie-talkie frequencies. Oh, okay. That'll set them off. Um, we've got thermal. We use we use our DVR cameras. I've got a full spectrum camcorder, night vision camcorder. I've got a Ghost Pro that's been modified to full spectrum. SLS Connect camera, which mine's heavily modified, where it won't pick up tables or chairs or anything mm -hmm. like that. Awesome. Um, my digital voice recorders. I have what they call a anomaly camera, which is mm -hmm. for like your orbs and stuff. Yeah. One side's night vision, one side's full spectrum. Oh wow. Which works pretty good for your debunking of orbs and dust and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I've got some motion detectors, static detectors, uh, Dr. Goss meter. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the, the little music box. Because yeah. my lead investigator, she's got a bunch of equipment too that we use. She's got some trigger object dolls. Like she's got one that if a ghost talks, it'll mimic it. And repeat it back. Okay. And then she's got a motion activated baby that cries. When something oh, really? comes in front of it. Oh, okay. And she's been pretty useful for us. I mean, she just doesn't go off. I mean, you can walk past her a few times and she won't go off. And then all of a sudden you'll hear her go off when nobody's in the room. That'll freak you out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's freaked a few of our clients out. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. They hear I that bet. baby crying. They're wondering what's going on. Yeah. We had her at Waverly and she went off a couple times. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, so you have, uh, let's let's plug your uh, YouTube channel and your uh, TikTok. TikTok. I keep calling it TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can people find you on, on YouTube? Uh, it's Beyond Life Paranormal Research, the Missouri edition on YouTube. Okay. okay. All and right. My uh, TikTok is DJ Ruthless 39 BLPRMO. And I've got some paranormal evidence and stuff on there as well. Awesome. I'll have a link to that as well. And then our Facebook page has got some stuff. You'll see some of our live videos because we do a lot of lives on Facebook and TikTok. Mm-hmm with our client permissions. A lot of our clients like for us to do that. So it educates people. And probably shows their friends that they're not crazy and, and, you know, yep. claim. Yeah. yeah. But we never disclose like the client's name or anything. If right. we go to talk to the client, we stop the live. You'll just right. see us kind of investigating. Mm -hmm. Our YouTube's got stuff from the old school that we we've done. Okay. And I'm getting ready to post our Waverly video on there here before too long. Okay, cool. So people can uh, take a look out for that. Yep. And make sure you subscribe to them too. So. And then awesome. we're, I'll be filming down at uh, Missouri State Penitentiary also. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Yeah, we're, now, we're excited. Yeah. 
I, I'd be interested just to see what goes on in that gas chamber down there. Yeah, I've, I'm already told my members I'm going to be the guinea pig for the gas chamber. <laughs> Let them strap me in the chair. Yes, as long as they don't turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. I already did. I was a guinea pig at Waverly in the fourth floor surgery room. I laid yeah. on the table and had my one member wheel me under a light. Yeah. And I played like I was sick and one of our motion lights kicked on and I went to sit up cause I heard a noise and I couldn't move. It was like something was pinning me to the table. Really? And then we heard two women screams in the hallway. Wow. And we thought maybe it was the other team. They got scared or something cause there were some women in that group yeah. and Angela's group. And so we text them and they were up on the fifth floor out on the roof. Wow, so on the opposite them. side. Yeah. Wow. And then we were walking down the hallway headed back because you can only investigate till 4 a.m. So we were headed back and this figure, probably about five foot tall, comes flying past my one member and I. He's seen it. I seen it. And then it just disappeared. Really? And then Angela's team started coming in behind us. And I asked them if they seen it come down through there. They never saw it. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. But it was an interesting night at Waverly. Yeah. Always a fun the night there. Floor. Yeah. Because there's that man down there that doesn't like women. and Yeah. He was cussing at us that night. I've seen a little bit of that on, on uh, Angela's page, but not a whole lot. Yeah, we... We had K2s lined up around the table along with my Mel meter with the REM pod, and the REM mm. pod was coinciding with the K2 meters. Wow. And then the one guy, he he was a skeptic, so he we were letting him ask questions, and it was cussing at him a lot. Really? And then it, uh, then it cussed at another woman, and then it cussed at me, <laughs> which is a big inside joke. I get called an a-hole on oh, really? EVPs all the time, yeah, from really? entities. Because <laughs> my, my line of questioning with them is direct and to the point. Yeah. And they don't like it. They want to beat around the bush, and I don't. Well, yeah. You got a job to do, you know? Yep. <laughs> you don't have time for that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, Russell, I, I really appreciate you coming on here and uh, talking with us. And uh, and best of luck to you. We'll be uh, we'll be oh, watching. I, uh, thank you. I appreciate right. being on here. And I, if you ever need me on again, feel free to holler. We'll do. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. We'll be right back. My thanks to Russell Reynolds from Beyond Life Paranormal Research in Missouri for chatting with us today. Sounds like he's had some interesting experiences, both as an investigator and as a child growing up. We'll certainly keep in touch. And thank you for watching this episode today. Please make sure you like and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of the new content that will be coming out. And a reminder, if you have a paranormal story that you would like to share with us or would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com. That's paranormalamongus72 at gmail.com, and I'll be in touch. Hope you all stay safe, and I'll see you on the next episode 
of Paranormal Among Us. 